Thanks for joining us for another full-length message from Matt Spinks and the Firehouse Projects. Our heart is for all who hear to be overjoyed at the experience of their permanent union with God and Jesus Christ. We bless you in His bliss. If this message blesses you, please consider sharing it and or donating at thefirehouseprojects.com where you can find more free resources, upcoming event info, and links to monthly partnership or one-time giving toward Matt and Katie's ministry. Thanks again and enjoy the good news. I just love the testimony that Mark shares because uh, there's two things about Mark, if you, if you know him, is that, uh, well, one, he's been a gospel glory drinker for a long time. He's been guzzling this, this drink from probably, you know, from way back. And, uh, but secondly, he's also been through a lot of stuff. And uh, a lot of times people think that those two kind of preclude each other, like you can't either one or the other, you know? And he just had this scientific brain scan that proves that both of those have happened to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. You know, and, and <laughs> he's a very humble man, but they won't, like, he said that they told him that uh, they'd never seen anything like it, what had happened to him. They never, and they wanted him to come back for further studies. Usually it's like tens of thousands of dollars to meet with these people. And they invited him to come back because they want to study his brain. And for me, it's like, it's a dream come true because I've always wanted like, what can we have scientists study what's going on to a whack person's being, you know? And he, this guy just went through that in the midst of all the stuff that he went through. And then they told him, they said, we, don't, we can see all this stuff, the trauma that happened to your brain, and also we can see that your brain is 100% healed. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, and his, his family didn't, uh, hasn't wanted to listen to Mark for his, his whole life because they thought he was crazy. But they sat with the scientists and heard the testimonies, and now they're like, okay, whatever you're doing, like – must be working. I mean, we can't explain it, you know. These guys are all doctors, and they said that you should listen. And so, I don't know. Thanks for sharing, bro. I just, if you guys have more questions or you want to talk to Mark, it's just cool because we forget sometimes, like, what this stuff is doing, like, what God is doing to our brains and bodies, and, like, that, I mean, we just don't have the equipment to study out what's happening to you, you know. You're, you're like, people ask, you know, you, you, you hear the gospel, and you're like, what happened, and you're like, I don't, I can't put this into a language, you know what I mean? But uh, 
I, I just, I'm excited about the years to come when uh, science is going to be able to like testify. It's like the studies of like people speaking in tongues. You know, have you ever seen those where they, they actually have had some people studied speaking in tongues and they see parts of your brain are activated that are not activated any other time. You know, so they're like, wow, we don't even know how to access that part of ourselves. But when you're praying in the tongues, you're accessing this thing. And so there's more stuff happening, you know, uh, as far as discovery of that, as far as like whatever. Yeah, you know. So it's just awesome. And I, I, I don't know. I just, it's encouraging to me. And I think it's super important for us to like just remember, you know. <laughs> you might not be able to put it into language, but. <laughs> Someday, maybe a scientist will. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Shing, ding, ding. Holy glory. That's good. I don't know what's going on. Wow. Have another one. Mm. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. I'm excited to be together. I, just, I do have a couple words I want to share just tranced out here good to see our brother all the way from pennsylvania coming out what's going on homie we got friends showing up from all over surprising us remind me of your guys' names i know you're online yes good welcome guys you guys came from kentucky right welcome welcome glad you made the track yeah it's beautiful it's good (laughs) So good. So good to be together. Yeah, 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 is it okay? Is it a good time? Check. Shing ding ding. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's fun to get just jacked up, you know, out of your minds. I, we got a little bit of carpet here if you need to lay out, you know, and just vibrate. Um, but then it's also fun when someone shares a testimony like what Mark's saying to say that uh, this stuff actually bears fruit. Uh, or, you know, you come together with people like this and you're like, maybe you're not crazy. You know, uh, I think we've all wondered about you, but um, yeah, it's good. So I just wanted to bring a little word this afternoon, something that's been resonating to me about um, simplicity, simplicity of the gospel, um, just simplicity as a, as a high value of the kingdom. Um, <laughs> I shared last night that I felt like this weekend, Holy Spirit was going to open our eyes to see all as finished, to see us all in heaven on earth, living in childlike innocence, not being jaded, not eating from the tree of judgmentalism, woo! Uh, but eating richly of the tree of life so as to live Simple, drunken life forever together in the Trinity. Holy Jesus. Sometimes it's like we forget the enormity of what we believe, the, uh, the, the profundity 
I mean, often even, you know, if you've grown up in the West, you've grown, you've grown up around the, the phrase, the Trinity, just thrown around, you know, the gospel, um, even just, I mean, innocence, forgiveness. There's so many of these things we grew up just hearing over and over and over, but they don't have that punch to it. I mean, the fact that God is a happy family, like that's massive. That has massive implications. The people that want to undermine the Trinity or all these other belief systems on the cosmos, they do not comprehend the, the enormity of the, of the reality that we came from Abba, Jesus, Holy Spirit, that we came out of love, that we came out of relationship, we came out of a being that is fully They've always been unconditional. They've always been in relationship. They've always been in ecstasy and delight forevermore. And uh, tonight, I'm actually going to share a, a little ex, uh, excerpt from the Shack movie, um, which is massively profound. Whether you liked how the movie was made or not, as far as the movie goes, I could criticize it parts here and there. You know, there's still a little cheesiness to the thing. You know, but. Actually, the part where the Trinity shows up, though, for me, at, from that point on, it's like, like I want to paste it into my Bible or something. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> because the, the implications of seeing a God like that, that so many of us grew up with something different, and still, to this day, it's like our critical, judgmental, self-righteous, you know, our, our destructive, low self-esteem, all this stuff comes out of this view that we have of God. And when we see the happy face of the happy trinity, of the happy family that have always been in unconditional love together, oh, just feel the shift that that makes in your own heart. Like, See their shining faces smiling at you right now. Uh. <laughs> Behold the smiling face of your mother. Ha, 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 ha. The smiling face of your father. The smiling face of your savior. Thank you, Lord. Yay. 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 <laughs> uh, just eternal implications of it, you know. And um, yeah, whatever you need to hear. <laughs> Could someone grab me another water? I think I lost mine. Oh, no, where it is. Thank you. Um, shaka laga 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 laga. But it's some of these simple truths. Um, I just felt this afternoon. You know, uh, we have we have such a beautiful drunken community. There's there's really a mood. We talk about a gospel revolution. There's a grace awakening. There's this move of folks. Some of you are online. Welcome. Shing ding ding. Love you guys. But there's there's this uh, there's been this vein, this this stream, this river that we've been a part of for the last shakalaka. Uh, I don't know how how long. Some some years now, you know. And it's beautiful. And uh, we continue to grow and awaken 
to, I mean, we're seeing clearer and clearer every day by God's grace, amen? Seeing more and more. Um, that's the nature of the kingdom is unfolding revelation, right? Um, I thank God that this is the greatest day ever to be alive. It's the greatest year ever. It's the greatest moment to be alive. Shing, ding, ding. And we're continuing to see clearer and clearer. And we're also rejecting um, religion. We're deconstructing from what most of us grew up in this culture of Christianity, this culture of religion, which has some amazing parts, some beautiful parts, and some also absolutely destructive and harmful parts, right? And so there's, in the midst of that, it's this ongoing reformation, this ongoing, you know, um, you know, keeping baby Jesus and throwing out the bathwater, which is glorious. And, and I don't know, I find myself speaking to that fairly often, just because a lot of times I'm speaking to return, return people, you know, you, the same old crowd sometimes, no, but we're continuing to grow and awaken and it's, it's amazing. But at the same time, we see, uh, you know, in every, it's like every year or two, it's like there's a new either charismatic trend of charismania or there's like a new guru. Guruisms, you know, charismanias. Yeah, like little side gurus, exactly. <laughs> That's good. You know, and, or there's like, you know, or you'll see folks that are like drinking this pure message and seeing like beautiful fruit. Then for some years, and then all of a sudden they decide to go back to religion again. And I'm like, how do you do that? You know, it's actually made me understand that parable of like the was the seeds, you know, that were sown in different soils or whatever. And ultimately, I believe everybody's gonna grow up into a beautiful plant as they're meant to be. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but there is this, you know, in in this temporal and time-based reality, it's like. Some of us, you know, we, we drink the word for a while and it doesn't take root. The cares of this world can choke it out um, or religion entices us back in with smoke and mirrors. It's not the mirror. It's, it's merely smoke and mirrors. Or new gurus arise that want to sham wow us into something amazing. And you see this, you know, this is probably a, lo a lot of you guys you know, this may not apply to you, but there's, there's some of us, it's like someone can do this new and interesting miracle. It's like, Ooh, we're all going to hop on the next conference to it. You know what I mean? Like, Whoa, this guy's got this thing. You know, I heard that there's a guy that can do this, you know, whatever. It literally, that will blow up for a few years. Like there'll be so many people at that conference, you know, or, you know, whatever it is. But the gospel, is, and what I just keep hearing Holy Spirit like reminding us is, is the simplicity of the gospel and what are the essentials and just to keep drinking from the essentials, you know, because the essentials, I mean, I, even saying that, I just see this beautiful picture of like this milk, this huge like solid nourishing milk of heaven just being poured out in the simple essentials of the gospel, you know, because um, they're so rich. There, there's no need to go to the new guru. There's no need to go to the new charismatic thing or back into religion when the essence of, of the faith of the Christian church is 
more than enough. So much more than enough. So much more than enough. Um, whoa. And I, so I just released simple truths for the new year, you know, S- simple truths, simplicity. Um, whoa, no, no smoke and mirrors, nothing complicated or difficult. <laughs> no more comparisons, no more performance. You know, all that stuff is connected. You know what I mean? It's like, who's amazing? Who, who's Who's the real anointed one? You know, <laughs> who's really got the glory on him? It's like, dude, Jesus Christ. You know, like, G- what about Jesus? Like, what, what about Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit? Um, they're so simple. You know, uh, like we were talking about last night. It's like God is ever a beginner. <laughs> God is ever childlike, and and uh, just see that, just more and more, just over and over again of this this purity to, <laughs> you know, we see the simple family and then we're empowered to live in simple family. You know, we, we reflect that. It's like, I see this year, a lot of us just spending time with our families. You know what I mean? Just sitting at home, <laughs> like hanging out. Yeah. And that's really what community is meant to be about. It's just we, we see what Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit like to do, and we just do the same thing. They just like to sit around and laugh. Like, like Biggie Smalls used to say, you know, party and BS. You know what I mean? That's a throwback. I, I often hear Holy Spirit singing that one. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> I love it when you call me Big Papa. <laughs> oh my God, the prophet Biggie is hitting me right now. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. But, um, ooh, yeah, 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 totally. Oh man. Somebody needs to go back and watch that documentary. But no, it's like, um, there's just a lot of smoke and mirrors out there, you know, in spiritual circles. And uh, I'm sure I get caught up in it at times. I don't know. I'm not trying to, I don't want to be the new guru. I don't want anybody in this room to be the guru. Um, This isn't about building up, you know, in, in fact, that's actually one of the main signs you notice, like. Are people inviting you to their movement or are they just talking about Jesus? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not impressed with what's going on here. I like it. It's cool. But it's, I don't think about that. It's not about impressions or comparisons. It's what, what is the life-giving gospel? You know what I mean? What is the life-giving Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit? Um, that's what I need every dang day. And... Uh, so I just feel this an invitation, you know, over this year to uh, to remember. And and a lot of us think we know this stuff. That's that's always the thing, you know. It's like the most powerful stuff is actually already here. It's already in your mouth. It's in. It's laid out before you. It's very. Uh, it's like the the obvious. Dad likes to say the revelation of the obvious, like. 
Jesus Christ, him crucified, the, the Trinitarian gospel, this more beautiful gospel than what we grew up with. Um, and yet, because so many of us are deconstructing or, you know, we've been involved in so many different things, it's like inviting us back to what are the simple truths of the faith? What are the simple truths of the Bible? Right? What does the Bible actually teach? Like, I just kept feeling that this year, this last year is like, I kept hearing the word discipleship, discipleship, discipleship. And uh, it's, it's like so many of us, because of these, I don't know, the busy activity of the church even, or, or just of everyday life, sometimes we, we forget like Jesus was just a simple man that walked around discipling, like in teaching s- simple truths to his, to his followers who had abandoned everything else and all they cared about were these few like things that Jesus was saying, you know, but do we know what those things are now? Or, or are we still like in the land of mega church and, you know, massive productions and like, I don't know. I mean, most of you, you've unplugged from that a, a long time ago, but, and I really don't care the size of a church or not. It's not about that, but what are the central things of the faith? And that's why I've really appreciated guys like John and Baxter coming back to like the Nicene Creed, for example. Some of this stuff that like you can always tell when a movement or whatever has gotten off into the smoke and mirrors when, when like the creeds are looked down upon, you know, when some of the essentials of the historic church. Because here's the thing. It's like I, I get it that this church has messed up in so many ways, but if you're still a Christian – <laughs> there's some things if once you abandon those you're no longer a christian anymore <laughs> and that's okay if that's the route you want to go you know although okay is an interesting word but <laughs> but don't just don't call yourself a christian anymore you know I mean? let's at least be honest about it <laughs> and and here though, though i get it the christian church has like has a uh, a lot of reasons why some, you know, some of us might not even want to say I'm a Christian anymore because of stuff that's happened, but it, I'm, I'm still a Christian. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Because this stuff really does work because the, 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 the simple bare bones of it will never fail. It, it's, it's the thing that cannot be shaken. The bedrock uh, that's built upon the apostles, the prophets, with Jesus Christ himself as the chief cornerstone, will never fail, will never fade. Yes, the smoke and mirrors have proved themselves to be so. But the essentials of the faith. And so I want to be discipled. Like, I want to continue to be discipled in 2022. I want to continue to be discipled in the simple essentials of Jesus Christ and him crucified, of of the happy gospel, of of the finished work, of the triune God of grace, of the, the, the timeless things that are spoken of throughout all generations of the church, you know, uh, the Nicene Creed. I want to d- continue to just, just even if you just take one of those nuggets this year and just, just feast on one of them, you know what I mean? Because we got billions of years. You don't got to get it all down. Just take one of them. Just take, here, here's one that's been striking me recently. Something that's almost, um, I think it's unique to Christianity, is the concept of forgiveness. Like true, unadulterated forgiveness. 
is something that's an essential of the Christian faith that you really can't find anywhere else. Not, not in the way that Jesus presents. The ability that we have because we've been so loved and because our security rests in Jesus Christ to release everyone around us from the burden of anything they may have done wrong. I mean, we could talk about that all year. And some, there's some uh, corners of the body of Christ that do just talk about forgiveness. It's like, I grew up in kind of one of those. It's like, in the Lutheran church that we grew up in, it was like almost the, every week was just about forgiveness. And that's really only one aspect of the church. That's the only one you talk about. We grew up in it. It's, it's a little weird. But it's a huge one. It's massive. It's massive. And a lot of us still haven't forgiven almost everyone in our lives. <laughs> but we're Christians. And we're ready to move on to the great new Pentecostal charismatic conference of the next guy that can pull a rabbit out of his hat, you know. And we still haven't forgiven like almost anyone. <laughs> you know, yeah, li literally. Yeah, yeah, we can forgive the random guy on the street, but the people that are actually in our lives <laughs> or ourselves. <laughs> You know, it, it's, so it's just, you know, I just wrote a few of them down. You know, I'm like, what are some of the central tenets of the faith? The simple, bare bones. Like if you strip everything away, it's like for, forgiveness, grace. Like what does grace mean? It's, obviously, those are very connected, but do we even know what grace is? Do we know what it really is? We're in the grace movement. <laughs> do you know what grace is? Do you feel grace toward yourself? Do you feel his shining grace on you, in you? Shining grace. I mean, gr I mean, surely the word grace has got to be a central tenet of the Christian faith, right? I would think. But still, when people think of Christians, they don't think of gracious people. <laughs> not usually. Not usually they don't. In some corners, yes. Some places, thank God. But... We think of people that maybe talk about grace, but they have this whole huge list of rules. I don't know, dude. Is this feeding back at all? I'm just hearing things. Shaka laka laka. Whoa. Yeah, there's there's so many good ones, man. Um, so many good ones. I was thinking that one central thing is is the God who comes to us. You know, the the God who comes to us, the God who saves us. I don't know. Still good. <laughs> family. Family is actually a central value of the Christian church. And in the Trinity, this is a reason why the Trinity has become so huge and so important to me is, is family is not like a side concept. You know, it's literally like could possibly be the central concept of Christianity is Abba, Jesus and Holy Spirit, like family. This is why Trinitarianism matters. It's not just some doctrine. Well, the word Trinity is not in the Bible. It's like, yeah, the word automobile is not in the Bible too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things, words that are not in there. But if God is not relationship, then relationship is a created thing, a temporal thing, not an eternal thing that you can build on. But because Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit have always been in that intimacy, wow, like we... We're made from family, and family is in our DNA. It's in the essence of the fabric of every atom, cell, and molecule is unconditional love relationship. Ah. 
So anyway, just the simple, man. The, the, ah, yeah. So good, so good. And what I've found, you know, and I just, I put this in my notes so I wouldn't forget. What I found was staying high is related to living in simplicity. Staying high. I actually wrote, staying high equals simple truths. <laughs> when we get too busy, when we get too caught up, when we get, when we're chasing something, you know, uh, we lose our buzz very quickly, you know. I've always loved that old phrase. I think it was St. Anthony, uh, one of the early desert fathers who said, do not be quick to leave your house. <laughs> <laughs> just drunk <sighs> yeah but you know the systems of the world and, and this is another thing why I do really love glory community and what's happening with I can say this is already a value with almost everyone in here is uh, there's just there's just a um, the the systems of the world are just built around busyness busyness, you know and and I have, I love that most of you are, are embracing a slower life. You're to the point that you've taken criticism for it. Well, most of you, you know, where you're you're not as concerned about impressions anymore, and you're not concerned about lack. Um, and so you're just slowing down to enjoy what you have. And I feel like that's such a massive part of simplicity. And so it, it's, it's inherent in this gospel. It's a natural fruit of the gospel is um, not running around stressed out about every little thing, but able to enjoy what you have. Yeah. Because the systems of the world are built upon lack, impressing others, uh, and really self-righteousness, which I want to talk about tonight. But simplicity, the simple gospel flies in the face of it, flies in the face of all that. You know, there's no lack. So where is the busyness? Where it comes in busyness then? Because busyness is usually I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. Need to produce, need to produce. Or impressing, impressing others, impressions, you know. That's why, you know, family holidays can often be so challenging, right? Because whether we know it or not, it's like everyone's asking questions to uh, who's impressive here. <laughs> not everybody. But you, you see it. You see it all over. Like, what, what have you done? What are you up to? And that's okay. That's, that could be an innocent question. But many times it's not, you know. <laughs> And the system of the world. See, a lot of times people think the systems of the world and they think, oh, it's about, you know, it's cussing, chewing, and drinking. You know, or something, you know, I don't know. Whatever you think of. The systems of the world, it's prostitutes and doing cocaine. <laughs> yes, there you go. Right, right. Stuff like that. Which, you know, of course, maybe there's some truth to that, but the system of the world is really self-righteousness um, impressing others. It's this thing of, of having to, it's the ego man, right? It's building yourself up to look like something great. 
And the gospel brings us to a simple truth that you are something great. You are complete in him now. You are complete. And there is no lack. Now you can sit. <laughs> you can rest. You can um, stop running, 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 running. Um, the kingdom of God is his righteousness, peace, and joy. Ooh. <laughs> which are already here, which are already established, which are already ours. And uh, yeah, it just leaves no need for, for looking. I guess it's just looking. You know, everybody's still looking for something. Are you, are you still looking for something? If you are, that's okay. But maybe in 2022, you'll find that is in him. Maybe 2022 is the year where we discover <laughs> That the search is over. Shing ding ding. Wow. Yeah. Because the ego man always needs to prove something. Um, but Galatians 2.20 says that ego no longer lives. That there is no I left to prove anything. Uh, whoa. The new creation just loves to simply love. <laughs> Whoa. We have nothing to prove, just everyone to love. Just let, just let that one sink in again, you know. We have nothing to prove, just everyone to love. Ha. <laughs> Yay. Yay. And even that love is not the kind of love that needs to prove it's love. <laughs> uh, that's actually why I use the word enjoyment, like oftentimes, almost interchangeably with love. It's like, I enjoy you. Or like, I like you. Because the word love is just, it, we've still turned into a performance thing. Like, you know, am I doing enough for you? <laughs> you said you love me. And obviously love produces an action, but it's out of a place of enjoyment instead of a place of, of lack, really. Love has no lack. Love has no need. I was actually listening to an NPR interview with um, this guy who became one of the most famous gurus of the last 50 years. And the, the way that he generated his following was they just said it was so easy for people to follow him because he, it never felt like he needed anything from anyone. And you can evaluate whatever guru it is, but there's something really powerful about that. Like when you sit with someone who's not trying to get something from you, because almost everyone you sit with, if, if they have only the revelation of the gospel can bring you out of that state. But when you can actually sit with someone 
and you can tell they're not pulling on me for something. They just like me. The only reason they're here must be because they like me because they're not trying to get anything. It's like, that's what the gospel, that's the gospel. And that's what people are looking for, right? This, this is what church can be like. And, and again, church, until everyone wakes up to that, will never be like that, and that's okay. But you can be like that. Because there's always going to be new people coming in that are going to pull on you. People are always looking for the perfect church. And they come in and they realize, there's people here that don't know the gospel yet. It's like, yep. Surprise. <laughs> you invited yourself. <laughs> no, but there's just so much whack on that. You know, We have nothing to prove, just everyone to love. But not with the kind of love that's like performance-based, you know lack-based, but an actual, uh, a love based in overflow, you know, a love based in completeness, a love based in abundance. And, and these are the central truths of, of Christianity, whether it's been presented or not, you know, and uh, I'm excited that we are a part of something where we're rediscovering this stuff, not as something new. We're not new, powerful heroes that are doing something that's never been done. Uh, we're simply discovering the truth. The truth. We're simply discovering the truth. And it's really good. <laughs> it's super good. And it's super simple. It's really, really simple. Any of you can get it. Any of you can preach it. Any of you can articulate it. I, I can articulate it. Uh, which is so encouraging. Even a child, they always say, like, if a child can't, can't repeat it to you, then it, you didn't say it simple enough. <laughs> the, the, the most transforming things in all the cosmos are simple enough for a child to say. To understand, a child to understand. But I'm still convinced, guys, like that a, a, a lot of us, myself included, I, I kid you not, it's like every year I kind of feel like did I just get the gospel this year? Like, did I just finally get it? And I think that's maybe a healthy place to be in, but uh, we all think we know these simple truths. Like, when I speak them here in this place, we're all resonating and stuff, but, like, a lot of times we're still very about other things in our minds. And uh, he's giving us this invitation again. And I think that's what this... Reformation, that's what the grace awakening gospel revolution, whatever you want to call it, you know, is all about is just coming back to how how crystal clear of, of these simple truths can we just look at and just be like, wow, it's, it just gets more and more beautiful. This little diamond every year is just more incredible. Um, but, you know, if someone asks you, what is the gospel? Do you know, are you confident that you can simply say it? Um, no judgment if you can't yet, but that's maybe that's another good goal for 2022. Like, or like I was starting out, like to be able to say, what are the simple truths of the Bible? You know what I mean? And a lot of times we we really want simplicity. We want to sum it down to one sentence or something. And I, I like to do that too. But in reality, there's there's a few in there. You know what I mean? Hopefully, all these. Well, how many pages are in mine? I don't know over a thousand pages, there's a, there's a, a few good simple truths in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hopefully this isn't all wasted letters. 
<laughs> but there are, yeah, there, there are just a few simple common themes. But what are the central tenets of the historic faith? Like, what did Athanasius believe? What, what was Maximus the Confessor drinking on a daily basis? You know, uh, what was Amy Semple McPherson getting drunk off of? Like, what, what were these things that have not changed? They're, they are timeless truths that have not changed. What are they? Do you know them? Uh, I, I feel like there's really only a few, and I'm so excited to discover them together more and more just to, to taste. They're, they're like, you know, it's like bringing out, tonight we're having pork, woo, it's delicious, it's amazing. Tomorrow night we're having beef, you know, whatever it is. There's only a few, like, main feasts we have, you know, Tonight we're going to talk about forgiveness. Whoa! Tomorrow night we're going to talk about family. Whoa! You know, or just whatever. Just getting drunk off of these basic things again, and not, um, not not going back to religion, not being swirled off into the newest guru. You know, I can't even tell you how many hilarious gurus just keep showing up. Just look on Facebook, dude. <laughs> just look on Facebook, dude. I kid you not. There's always some new guy with basically regurgitating like the secret or your vibrations or whatever it is. I mean, it's all cool. There's actually some truth to there, but they're not the central truths. You know what I mean? And a lot of times, like, what happens is the gurus start, they find this really cool, especially if it's got like scientific, like quantum language on it or something. And they'll just talk about that all the time, you know, and you never hear about like, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's like if you're into like, I don't know, making model airplanes, that's great. That's awesome. But I don't want to hear that from the pulpit every week. Like, it's cool. It's great. Do it. It's, it's actually amazing. But there are life-giving spiritual truths that are like the foundation and the core of our life that we need to just, I mean, that none of us even really know. <laughs> and we're just talking about model planes every week, you know. We're talking about quantums, whatever. And we forgot about family. You know, and I'm I'm not better than any of those people. Like we're all the same. But the truth is the truth and it's so life-giving and so drunk and uh yeah. So I don't know. Just excited about that. And I just felt like that if, if you get anything from this afternoon's message, you know, I just felt like just feel that Holy Ghost like uh, release towards simple, simple truth. Uh, I am the God of simple truth. I am the simple truth, <laughs> says Jesus. I, the way, the truth, the life, Jesus Jesus, 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 Jesus. We're excited to behold you, Abba, Jesus, Holy Spirit. Excited to behold you in us, in our midst, again, again and again and again, and to feast on those things that, that cannot be taken, those, those bedrock foundations of the faith, Lord. Whoa, that disciple us in something substantial, Lord. I thank you that this is a people of substance in here. Whoa. Really, really, that the people in this room that you brought together, that they're here because they love the substantial things. Whoa, they love the eternal. Whoa. 
Lord, we love those things that cannot be shaken. Wow. Yeah. I'm just hearing that phrase where Mary and Martha were there and then Jesus said she's chosen the better portion and it will never be taken away from her. Whoa. <laughs> Woo. These simple things will never be taken away from us. And I think that's really the thing too. Like even if, you know, friends or family, whoever get distracted, it's like, it's just like, you know, the simple things are still there. They just dust it over a little bit, you know? Um, they just get dusted over. Well, the Holy Spirit's just brushing away the dust and, uh, and letting us see that more clearly. So hallelujah, glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. I think that might be all we have for this afternoon. Um, it's so thick in here, though. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for imparting these things, Lord. Um, we could never even figure it out, Lord. We don't know how to walk it out. Ha, we don't know how to do jack diddly squat, Lord. Oh, but you are alive in us and you're dancing. You're dancing with this and carrying us, possessing us, possessing us, moving us. Uh, whoa. From glory to glory, moving us like a, like a gospel train with full steam though it may be a slow train. <laughs> it's got full steam. It's not going to be stopped. And so we, whoa, we thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to the Firehouse Chronicles with Matt and Katie Spinks. Check out all of the events and other grace and glory resources we've been inspired to host at thefirehouseprojects.com. There's so much brewing right now. Also, Matt and Katie do ministry full-time with the support of partners like you. So if you're blessed by our ministry, would you consider becoming a monthly partner or making a one-time donation at thefirehouseprojects.com donate. The more partnership we have, the more resources and nations we get to reach with this glorious good news. So thank you so much. Cheers, deep drinks, and until next time.